0: We, it's, uh, it's all about the iPhone 12. Mm. I mean, it just continues. It goes on and on. It's a whole, it's almost like the iPhone gets a whole month. Yeah. Because if you think about it, yeah, it's not just, and it's not just after it or the week of launch. It's before the launch. You know what? It's all year long. (laughs) Yeah. With the leaks and rumors and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It starts People are already talking about leaks with the iPhone 13.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. iPhone 13! Meanwhile, it's become sort of a meme. The people that are frustrated with the frequency of releases, they say, are we on the iPhone 12 already? Are we talking 13 already? Let me enjoy my thing over here. Mm Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people picked up, let's say, even an iPhone 11 not that long ago. We sell it for the whole year. Yeah. And they pay full pop. Anyway, so we got all the videos they're hitting. I think we're going to have another video on Friday. Maybe Friday evening. I don't know. Uh, We've had the unboxing videos. I mean, we put out the video on all the cases and accessories. We put out a video on the uh, magnetic charger. And now, on top of that, we have our very first teardown video. Because that's how it goes, Will. When we inspect these gadgets, Inspector Gadget, Hmm. you go from the leaks and rumors to the event, to the event recap, to the unboxing video, to the teardown video. Yeah. We just have to have it all, don't we? Yes. We don't know where to stop, do we? Nope. So here you have the first teardown video. It shows just how thin the iPhone 12 is, how Apple made it so much thinner and lighter. And, uh, It exposed certain things. Things were exposed, including that battery, which people were curious about that official capacity. And certainly uh, as they dove in there, they discovered it was in fact, what is it, 2815, confirmation of the 2815 milliamp hour battery capacity. And it also exposed some details on that MagSafe system inside the device. Those are those magnets that you're skeptical about. Mm Mm-hmm. Mr. Willie do mm. now there's an emphasis on thinness this is for I mean this is up for a little bit of discussion I would say because obviously the thinner you go will the less room you have inside
2: yes that's how physics work right? yeah it
0: works something like yeah. that okay and so uh people loved the battery life on a previous generation iPhone particularly the max model things like this some of the best performance out there in terms of battery life. And there's been um, maybe a slight sacrifice on battery life if there's one thing you could point at. And and uh, the, the contributing factor there is just having less space to work with, mm-hmm. potentially. So anyway, you get a closer glimpse at the parameters with which Apple was working within here to uh, to manufacture this thing. They had to shrink all kinds of components in there to make everything fit. It's, it might be uh, partially to blame as well for the discrepancy now between the Pro model and the Pro Max model, having a different spec list, mm-hmm. which in the past, it was really just scale and battery life and everything else was the same. But now you have different camera components. I was looking at the spec even deeper the other day. Hmm. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. No. And even the zoom lens has a different aperture. Oh. On the Max from the... It's like... They're always wow. tweaking we really got to go in there and see the difference between the two now because there are differences and you can't, it's no longer just a question of scale, which it always has been up until this point. So you're going to have to do a little bit of a deeper dive to figure out which model is right for you. However, we know that Willie Do is saving the two bills most of the time.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: With the iPhone 12. Yeah. He just goes for the
0: straight 12. 12. So you can just forget about all the pro pro max uh, differences and the whole investigation and you can just take Willie Doo's advice and if you're in the market for an iPhone you can just get the regular 12. Uh, Apple touts the iPhone 12 is 11% thinner, 15% smaller and 16% lighter than the previous version. 16% lighter. It's interesting. The uh, previous model was, uh, was one of the heavier phones. However, they are saying iPhone 12. They're not talking about the Pro model and the iPhone 12 uses different construction material, lighter materials. So, uh anyway it's a cool it's a cool little peek for you if you want to see if you're uh, one of these people and you want to take a look you're showing off the magnets there interesting little Mm -hmm. infinite infinite loop of magnets just like the hq Mm i don't think that's by accident
2: no it all comes
0: together doesn't it yeah infinity it always does apple infinity gets you thinking doesn't it well we got a sponsor today it's going to be hello fresh, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, you know, I got to apologize to all of you. I'm sorry to say it, but your meals at home, they're not cutting it. You can't just, how many grilled cheese can you have? It's not nutritious.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Right? And it, at a point it's not even delicious anymore because the monotony of the whole thing. hmm That's the hard part, man, particularly right now. Where you may cut back on the restaurants and things like this, and you're at home, and you got you don't have that variety you would have had if you were heading out to the restaurants or uh, chilling with your pals on a more frequent basis, and uh having a little potluck. Yeah. You ever or the had a, freshness. You ever had a potluck? Of course, I'm Chinese.
2: <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Hey man, you don't have to yell at me. Yeah. Well.
0: Talking about a good time and yeah. a. Another year, uh, you know, ah. a, a different era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An the era of uh, congregating and celebrating. Uh huh. We'll get back there one day. Uh, yeah, one day. In the meantime, we'll and pot. forever, here is the easiest way to improve the caliber of food that you're eating at home with very little thought process. You can't screw this up. This is so easy, Will. Hello fresh, the box comes to the door. Mm-hmm. I told you I had the burgers the other day. Yes. The box comes to the door. It's all mapped out. You got the instructions,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you can put these things together. You know, in a couple of minutes. I don't know what the official what they say. Maybe they say fifteen or twenty, but you can put it together in a couple of minutes, mm-hmm. under thirty. Thirty minutes is it's it's nothing for when once you look at what you put together. Yeah, and you see the dish, the gourmet dish, and you can't believe you made it. I mean, it could be the firehouse cheeseburgers. Those come with. Uh, crispy fried onions, garlic potato wedges, and creamy ranch sauce. It could be the firecracker meatballs with roasted green beans, jasmine rice. And uh, you look at these ingredients that you would never pick up yourself, like the ginger and the things like this. Well, maybe a guy like Willie Do would, but for somebody like me, these type of flavors, I got to have it come in the box with the instruction.
2: Well, the problem is you buy in bulk, but with this, you can, you know, it's a la
0: carte. You get the right amount for the yes. job, but you know I love yes. the right tool for the job,
2: Will. Absolutely. So
0: you can get different plans. You can get the family plan. You can get a smaller plan, depending on how, how many people you have in the house. Uh, we got a deal for you, obviously, because there's a the sponsor of the show, so there's a deal for you as well. Uh, just to recap, you're going to save a bunch of time. You're going to catch the variety, which for me, that's the main thing. Uh, the ingredients is all sustainably sourced. It's flexible so you can hand select the meals that you like you can skip the ones that you don't mm-hmm. it's quite easy to navigate and uh, and and as you know i've been a user of this product for a long period of time now and and uh, my experience has been top notch mm-hmm. all right it's a top notch experience you can have the same experience right now as a listener or viewer of this show all you have to do is go to hellofresh.com/lulater80 and use the code LULATER80 to get a total of $80 off across five boxes, including free shipping on your first box. Once again, that's hellofresh.com slash LULATER80 and then use the code LULATER80. It gets you 80 bucks off, and it also lets them know that we sent you, which then helps us do this show right here. So you better head over, get yourself a smokehouse pulled chicken bowl, or Louisiana-style red beans and rice. It's up to you. You take a peek around, pick and choose, upgrade what you're doing in your kitchen without the headache, do it the smart way. It's HelloFresh. Shout out. There you go. You sent this story over to me. You said, hey, Lou, you know what it takes to get hired by Mr. Tim Cook? Uh. And I said, no, I have no idea. I could never meet that criteria. (laughs) You know, Tim and me, we got a long history. There's huh. nothing i could say at this time or maybe i could we had a famous photos photoshop where tim and i we were doing a fist bumper no maybe it was a high five or something i don't remember high five. but uh it was a it was a wonderful photoshop that photos put together willie dude's gonna try to find but there's no chance he's too slow it's too late i'm moving well, on there's one right here <laughs> oh yeah that was me and me and tim chilling on the couch Hold on, this is one, one this is photos favorite Photoshop combo is me and Tim. Yes. But I always have the open inv- invitation to Tim. He wants to come on the show, explain himself. He wants to send an early access iPhone or do anything like that. It's an open invitation to Tim on this show. Anyway, these are the job qualities, the qualities that Tim looks for in job candidates. And you want to get hired to work at Apple. That's terrifying, by the way, oh, what you're showing off right now. Shout out photos and uh, these are not all that surprising but you might be interested because these are kind of qualities to be honest in this list that are kind of useful regardless if you want to work for Apple or, or work anywhere particularly in a technology company uh are you on are you intent on shaping your world how about that for question one you come into the job interview guy like you Willie do oh, I just walk right out yeah Tim hits you with that you sip your coffee and you bounce. Consider whether you are complacent with the way things are or whether you have a restless mind that wants to shape the world around you. I don't know that I would call it restless, but this is a this is a philosophical question. Mm-hmm. Well, is the world what it is? Is the world happening to you or are you happening to the world? Mm. You see, this is a key. It almost doesn't... It's almost less about... Which you believe to be true. And more important, the more important part is which you perceive yourself to be functioning within. In other words, which one you're participating in. You could be like, man, I don't really know. Maybe the world is happening to me, this whole, this whole thing. I mean, it's all so complicated. It's fine. You could believe that. Mm-hmm. But if you participate in the one where your action makes a difference, where you do feel that you can shape certain things. Well, obviously, in that environment, you would you would likely have more uh, potential upside. Yes. Because you're interacting with the tools in a more, well, um, um, with a greater sense of optimism about the impact mm-hmm. that interacting with those tools might have, yes. whatever they happen to be. So anyways, that's question number one. Are you willing to take risks? And this talks about, a little bit about Tim himself. Tim was actually at Compact. Remember the old computer company yep they don't exist anymore i think hp bought them and then they evaporated at the time they were like number one in pcs apple you're crazy mm-hmm. why'd you go work for apple tim himself he spoke to a bunch of friends ceo types because he had a high position they say you're crazy man what you're trying to do this is a compact mm-hmm. tim was like i don't know those apple guys this uh, steve jobs guys got something going on i, yeah. I talked to him he seems interesting i yeah. don't know so he goes and uh, and he takes the risk. And and the same thing works once you have a job, that if you see a problem with something, you it may be risky for you to attempt to fix it because somebody might get offended or somebody might say, hey, man, stop... stop uh, what are you doing riling up all those feathers? Mm-hmm. But in reality, if you can see a spot that you can make an improvement, then it's going to have an impact on the whole company and the progress and it probably should be brought to light. So you got to take... Some risk, calculated risk. Do you have faith in the future? I mean, that's just—are you optimistic in general? Yeah. I yeah. would say it could be—it could be a real tough place to be uh, working with a group of people who don't see some who don't have a positive view of the future.
2: Mm-hmm. It's also a technological. Company, it's a tech company. So, tech company, yeah. The future is going to be tech. Apple's a tech company. Involved in some way,
0: yeah. They're a tech company, of course. <laughs> do you listen to your gut? Interesting. That's the intangible question. Intuition. Yeah, intuition. Do you have it? Do you have it? And if you do, do you listen to it? So, anyway, there's a few interesting questions. It's uh, it's become more and more vague this process as people have have. Uh, Sort of focused on hiring around psychology, maybe the psychology of an individual, maybe more so than the skill set mm-hmm. that they're bringing forth. Because especially with a company like Apple, they they probably feel, hey, over time we can really shape this individual into, or this individual will shape themselves, given the access and opportunities within the company. But they must have the right psychology to fit in. And and to be fair, this is not exclusive to to, to Apple. Many mm. tech companies, as you mentioned have uh, adopted these new approaches to uh, in- the interview process as well as, uh, uh, well, just the way they operate in general. Mm-hmm. That it, there's a philosophical component, a psychological component, which seems to be high up that list now. Yeah. Maybe even above whether or not a person brings a tremendous amount of experience, for example. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, th- and those are things you can, you can control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Your psychology, you can control. I mean, to a certain extent, some people... It's more difficult. They may have to work harder to 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 control those aspects, but it is available to you. Mm-hmm. It's inside of you somewhere. Yes, your own personal philosophy uh-huh. lives deep in your loins. There, well, right in there. Uh, anyway, this one, holy moly, the hottest Lou later later clip of all time. About maybe not all time. I don't know. I was talking. I was talking about. Well, I was trying to bring light to the, to the to the cost. The, the real cost of an iPhone around the world, well, specifically in India, because it's just so crazy what's going on with iPhone in India. Mm-hmm. And so I had to put the clip out, uh, iPhone pricing in India, and I did the conversions. And look, it's not all Apple. There are tariffs. There are various uh, components that are a part of that eventual sale price. But it doesn't change. That doesn't matter to the end user, to the customer. The customer is sitting there comparing these phones, picking what they want, and they're left to deal with this uh, uh, intimidating price tag. Mm -hmm. My God. Yes. It seems so strange. It seems hard to wrap your head around. Of course, it's totally possible with all these extended costs that you would pay the most for a smartphone in a place where people have the least discretionary spending comparative to the other places in which, as far as an in- the average person's, in- the individual bottom line, the cost of the iPhone would be would represent a far lower number. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying here? Yeah. I don't know, I'm going around, I'm, it's a roundabout way to get there, but ultimately what I'm trying to say is, it's going to take a person in India a really long time to afford to buy one of those stinking iPhones. And it would take a long time, even if it was priced just equivalent with the USD in, but then you almost double it and you kind of almost get to a point of, uh, uh, a place of resentment. Mm -hmm. You almost get to the point of feeling offended, which is the reason that that clip took off. And, and like, and look, I'm not saying people should be offended. I'm. I actually was trying to bring light to the fact that there's a lot of different pieces that go into that pricing, and and it's well understood that these Apple products are expensive products. We know that. Mm-hmm. But as far as the extra stuff on top of that, there's a variety of components that go into it. I'm not saying I like it either, for the record. I'm just saying there's a little more to the story that goes into it. And 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 I'm just gonna uh, soften the blow a little bit by just saying. That at least, particularly in India where other manufacturers have been increasingly aggressive, at least there's other options which are truly good. Right. Which are properly good. Mm-hmm. So at least we have that to rest on a little bit. But anyways, we have an update to this story because I have this article here, India Today. iPhone twelve pro is so expensive in India that you can fly to Dubai to buy it, come back and still save money. Mm.
2: Whoa. That's not a good look.
0: Whoa. Now, it's not a far flight to go to Dubai. But it would be a mini vacation as well, which but, is great. Sure, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you get nothing included in your package. Yeah. You'd be paying for that. I hear you. But it just goes to show you, if you knew you could do that, it's even more offensive there. It's so the imaginary line and the various borders. But you know, then you get into the realm of politics and everything else. But this was mind-blowing to me because... I mean I don't know what the flight is worth. Did they tell us what the what the flight is worth here? They do, yeah. The flight is worth 18,000 return. 18,000 RS, RS 18,000. Is that right? Oh, you have something cheaper. Oh my god, you got 8,000? Well, I mean Smart
2: oh. Value flights?
0: Oh, you took a value flight?
2: This is a screenshot from the article.
0: Wow. All right.
2: This, the author search.
0: So, so Will's taking a value flight. It's three hours, 45 minutes, and he's got it at around uh, eight, between eight and 9,000 RS. So anyway, the point being is the math works. You can actually do it. And the math actually works. And you've saved money doing this elaborate, bizarre. Uh, thing money oh you've saved eight you you've saved exactly eight thousand rs yeah. so that it's it's a not nothing yeah and you even put in some other expenses so you catch a meal while you're there
2: yeah
0: i mean you have to <laughs> come on have some fun
2: oh my Enjoy
0: god oh my god so look if i'm if i'm there i'm aggravated certainly i'm aggravated i totally feel the ag- the, the the point of the uh, aggravation However, I got to distribute that aggravation a little bit, or I got to look at it differently. Because if you remember the entire point of the various tariffs that were being placed on brands that were not domestic, the entire point of it was to create incentives around building India domestically as a powerhouse for manufacturing Mm -hmm. and to assume some of the manufacturing role in devices just like these. Mm -hmm. And this was meant as a deterrent. These tariffs were meant as a deterrent for companies to import a completely completed product to sell to end users within India. Mm -hmm. And in in some cases, it has worked. Mm -hmm. It has worked with uh, companies like Samsung. It has worked with uh, companies like Oppo and... Maybe even OnePlus. I don't know, but there's a increasingly at least a portion of the assembly, which is I, is, is the piece that's required, happens there domestically. Mm. And even Apple has sort of begun the process that they're not they're not necessarily at scale where they're doing it for the latest models, which explains the price we're talking about here and the uh, the extra that's on there. But presumably, if these tactics work. That secondary piece, that amplification on the price provided by those restrictions, maybe that piece could take a hit in the future if Mm -hmm. Apple agrees. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have the money, you're not buying a product, it's hurting everybody in that market. Mm -hmm. Right. It's hurting the business that's trying to, you know. So you would assume they would Apple would be working relatively rapidly to try to find a way to get around those extended costs. Yeah.
2: Because it's a expensive enough
0: expensive you know. enough expensive enough is the is the right thing so anyway it's hard to talk about the subject without getting into the politics of the whole thing and the decision making of the whole thing cuz you could also argue well just open up the borders let whoever wants to sell here sell here so then the customer gets the lower price but this is we in the scope of this show we can't really get into all of that and we certainly don't have the graph and you know the analysis yep. in front of us to look at the various differences. One thing I can say for certain is any any country, any nation is looking for meaningful employment and opportunity. Mm -hmm. And we do have some proof that these particular tactics have resulted in opportunity in hiring of local people to Mm -hmm. create products for local people. Mm -hmm. There's some evidence of that. Well, in the meantime, my goodness, until... You get
2: funny stories like these.
0: Until Apple figures this out, this is, uh, well, yeah. no wonder it's such a status symbol in India uh-huh. because of what it represents yeah. cost-wise. Netflix, oh, speaking of, of India, Netflix is actually about to test a free weekend-long Netflix experience. Netflix for free. Huh. How about that for a marketing tactic? You know, I mean,
2: it's already cheap there, right? Very but cheap. For free, that's I mean, that's obviously better. Free
0: is better. Free yeah. is always better. Well, you may recall, well, I don't know how long you've been on Netflix, but it, when it started, their uh, customer acquisition concept was around a free trial. Mm. 30 days. It was a 30 days free and then do whatever you want at the end. Mm. They got rid of that, obviously. Uh, they're don't, don't, not going to do it forever, don't have to do it forever. But ha- uh, the thing is, since they got rid of that, and as things have evolved in the streaming market, you know, you got these players came in. Competition came in. Mm-hmm. You had the Disneys come in. Yeah. And and the Hulus came in and the
2: Amazon. And
0: the Amazons Apple. came in and the Apple came in. Yeah. Who else came in there? I mean, there's other. Yeah. What is it? Peacock and uh, No, I'm serious. That's an actual yeah. streaming service. Did I say Hulu? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. HBO. There. Yeah. Streaming. There's a lot of options, and so maybe in these, you know, everybody's rushing; they're they're running to get to these new markets around the world to try to uh, gather new customers. Because uh, actually, Netflix, the growth isn't what they want it to be. In fact, what does it say here? Uh,
2: because of the stiff competition.
0: Probably. Yeah, likely. Netflix Netflix plans to give users in India access to its service no charge for a weekend as part of a test to expand its reach in the country. Yes. The streaming giant reported slow user growth for the quarter that ended in September. And that's not that's not the norm for Netflix, mm. right? They were uh well they were flying for a while. Uh they got Disney Amazon, they got and oh and in India they got a bunch of others, like local streaming services. Do so they? This is their free sample. That's when you're at Costco. Will oh me? Yeah, I know you don't get to go as much, but Meeting? when you used yeah. to go there, you were always about the samples. Remember?
2: Well, that's lunch. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I like to test the samples. Yeah, yeah, they're, you're a big sample guy. A great experience.
0: Well, actually, TNT—they don't do the—they sa- used to do the samples too. They used to. Yeah. They got rid of it because mm-hmm. of the global pandemic.
2: Uh, yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. Man, I remember when TNT first opened. And yeah. I took the kids. They loved that. It's a whole experience with the samples. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Samples make it so much fun. Mm-hmm. Samples are great. Yeah. I don't think a sample is ever a bad idea.
2: No. No.
0: Wow. Incredible. Anyway, so uh, Netflix is jumping on a sample train by by offering a free Netflix in India for a bit. Now they may actually test this concept elsewhere. They're going to test it in that market first. Hmm. They may test this concept out uh, elsewhere. And in a weird way, it would get me thinking about Netflix again because it would just be like, let's say I canceled my subscription for one of the other ones or I just thought, hey, I don't watch it. And then Netflix, oh, it's free this weekend. And then I was like, ah.
2: Yeah, let's see what's there.
0: Let's see what's up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I get into a series and I can't watch all of it. Yeah. And all of a sudden I boot up that subscription again. So it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting idea. Anyway, the plan you were talking about in India, it's a mobile-only plan. It's like two and a half bucks. No. So you're right. They, they're they they're very aggressive. Over there, they're so aggressive. In fact, they partnered with Reliance Geo to actually uh, pair or uh, bundle Netflix with your telco contract for even less. Mm. So they're making moves, including a free trial for uh, the sample types. Hmm. I need to get in there and uh, give it a shot. Sweden has jumped on the on the ban Huawei train. Ban Huawei, ban ZTE from 5G, officially calling China the biggest threat. Sweden is banning Chinese tech companies, Huawei and ZTE, from building new high-speed wireless networks after a top security official called China one of the country's biggest threats. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not the first to do this, man. We've covered this so, so many places. In fact, people have had to create maps and infographs to show where they're where Huawei's banned and where it's not. Mm-hmm. And the where it's banned is growing; mm. it's getting bigger, and so that color code on the, on the infograph keeps jumping up. Uh, the rivals of uh, Huawei when it comes to 5G rollout, obviously, uh, you have Ericsson, which is a Swedish company, and you have Nokia, which is a Finnish company. That's quite oh. nearby mm-hmm. for these groups, right? If you're uh, if you're in Sweden, you might have some kind of incentive to say some things like this. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Mm. So, here's the quote. Here's the quote from uh, Swedish intelligence: China is one of the biggest threats to Sweden. The Chinese state is conducting cyber espionage to promote its own economic development and develop and develop its military capabilities. This is done through extensive intelligence gathering and theft of technology research and development, this is what we must consider when building the 5G network of the future. So they also put in, of course, Huawei denied everything that was in that statement. Mm. They say there are no security risks. So God put that piece in there too. Uh, They're also doing the part like the UK sort of did, which was, oh, by the way, if you've already started using this stuff, go get rid of it. Yeah. Which imagine that you're that company like, oh God, really? infrastructure go rip all that stuff out yeah it's uh feels rough
2: i just updated all the firmware. yeah it's
0: like these these people got the 5g i marketed the 5g i gotta what am i doing i gotta buy all this ericsson and yeah i just updated the firmware. sounds like a headache i just updated the firmware it's that's exactly right yeah so anyway they jump on the bandwagon (laughs) wow wow that was a (laughs)
1: <laughs> how how have I
0: not said that yet about Huawei yeah, banning? A, it seems so obvious. That's a good one. Sweden good jump. jumps on the Huawei bandwagon, but not bandwagon. Mm-hmm. The, bandwagon. the bandwagon. No, no. The ba- Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Did you know Bitcoin is booming? You a is big it? Bitcoin guy. Well, uh, not really. Yeah, not really. But, uh, actually, biggest biggest uh chunk of Bitcoin I had, I uh, misplaced it. Mm, the, yeah,
2: you should tell the story. <laughs> no,
0: I don't know. I mean, there's not, not much to the story. It's just, it's just misplaced. Ugh. Bitcoin is up $400 today. At this point, the point we're filming this, $12,296. PayPal has received a conditional bit license from the New York, New York State Department of Financial Services and will launch a service for users to be able to buy, hold, and sell cryptocurrency. PayPal! Hmm. You know... You ever heard of PayPal?
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: a big deal. Yeah, I use it all the time. Yeah, it's a big deal. So now, if right in your PayPal account, you can just trade, it, trade, keep, trade or keep, hold, buy. <laughs> the company is introducing the ability to buy, hold, and sell cryptocurrencies. I feel like this is done before Coinbase. Yeah, yeah, but. PayPal is a brand that the general public is comfortable with and they already have the accounts. Right. And they already have the funds and they already have the bank account attached. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, as much extra work for people who have been, ah, that Bitcoin, and then they're like, like me, like where would my wallet be right now if I wow. had to chucked all those Bitcoins over there? Man. I probably had like 20 bitcoins. That's a big chunk of change right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> can't believe it. I prefer yeah, the I prefer the story anyways. Yeah.
2: It's a fun story.
0: Anyway, uh, it's not just Bitcoin. If uh, initially, they're going to feature Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Cash, and Litecoin. Hmm. I didn't think they'd have the altcoins as well in there, so that's kind of cool. The service will be available to PayPal account holders in the US in the coming weeks. Here's a quote from the CEO of PayPal. The shift to digital forms of currency is inevitable, bringing with it clear advantages in terms of financial inclusion and access, efficiency, speed, and resilience of payment system, and the ability for governments to disperse funds to citizens quickly. Our global reach, digital payments expertise, and so forth are the reason this is a big deal. I agree with him. I agree with him, Will. Hmm. PayPal is uniquely poised to push the Bitcoin agenda. And so I understand why it's up, and I understand why PayPal is excited about it. So uh, the Bitcoin boys can celebrate. It's Mm. getting more real every day, doing things with Bitcoin. Uh, GMC showed off that new Hummer EV 0-60 to in about three seconds, very fast, and uh, no longer a gas guzzler. I mean, it's just, it's an electric vehicle. And and, uh, they said they sold out of the Edition 1 launch. They had been really, you know, they were teasing it for a long period of time, barely showing you anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now they just come out and say, oh yeah, no, there it is. There it is. There it is. And I don't know. How do you feel about the look, Will? Let's get your feedback. You've seen the other electric trucks. Now you have the Hummer. This is like a big one. It looks like a real off-road type of thing. Mm -hmm. You want to talk though. So I'm going to, this is your, the floor is yours.
2: I was just going to say, I mean, between the Rivian, the Cybertruck, and the Hummer, oh, man. I really like it. I like it.
0: Oh, I thought you were going the other way.
2: No, no. I I think the wide body like is wi- just like a really mean shape. Mm. And uh, There's
0: another image, yeah, actually, if looks, you scroll down, which really shows good. how jacked up it is on the side. If you see it in a rock crawl when it's like fully elevated. Look at the shocks. Yeah. Look how high up that thing is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a look, for sure.
0: Now, it's I mean, big. It's big. you got to have a place to park this thing, Will.
2: Yeah. They need bigger wheels for this one. It's, it looks kind of weird with, uh, what is this? <laughs>
0: well, the bigger well, bigger tires. Well, The thing, the thing yeah, about this tires. is I don't know if that is a setting in the car. I don't think it rides that high always. They put on some sort of rock crawl mode. Oh, it it wouldn't be like I that all, all the time. It would be a more typical.
2: So st- right now, the suspension is just elevated. Yeah,
0: it would have a more regular stance most right. of the time. Uh, what do you go- think about it? Yeah, I'm I'm undecided. I love the interior screen. I'm really excited for because I saw the the uh, Unreal stuff. Mm-hmm. Epic is Epic Games is doing the infotainment on the Hummer. Am I right? Am I am yes. I remembering the right yes. story? So if that's the case, because I hate all the infotainment systems for the most part. If Epic's doing the the infotainment on this vehicle, it's going to be a fun, responsive infotainment. Yeah, with
2: so, 3D graphics.
0: I'm very excited Fortnite. to see. Uh, how, it be, like, it Built on Unreal, right? Yeah. B- built yeah. on Unreal. So uh, I'm excited about the interior. The exterior, I have to see it in real life. It may just look a little more plasticky. Okay. Is yeah. that fair? I don't know. Maybe on the front end. Let's see. The back end is okay. The, what is that grill? Is that all a light? It looks like they're all LEDs. Okay, all right. All right, I'm gonna but, I'm gonna I'm gonna just put a pause on my judgment for okay. now. I'm yes. gonna look at it. Uh, compare this. It's obviously not a Cyber Truck, but it is futuristic looking. But it's but it is meaner than the Rivian. Yes, it's very mean. If you're looking for mean, yes. But so is the Cyber Truck. So anyway, the Hummer has been gone for a really long time. It comes back in electric form. It's a very high performance vehicle. I don't know. They're calling it a Super Truck, whatever. It is expensive. One hundred thirteen thousand dollars. Mm. So that's something to mention, by the way. You were comparing a Cybertruck starts a lot lower than that. What, at 35,000? No, was it that low? I think low? so.
2: The lower, like single motor? No, I don't think it was 35, was, was it? it? Okay, let me, I gotta check.
0: I think it was 45, 45, 55, 69, something like that for the three trims. Uh, well, oh, no, you're right. 40, well, 50, or 70. 40, yeah 40 50 or 70 either way way all of them way less than uh, what they're charging for the hummers so that's mm-hmm. an interesting choice the price point uh i'm not sure where rivian's going to line up comparatively now there will be cheaper models that come out later but they're, they're a lot are, are having this technique now will where they they launch with the most expensive version by the way it looks like it has the dual tailgate which i had on a previous yes. gm truck that's kind of cool it creates a step mm-hmm. i'm assuming that's what that one is also this is a gm product at the end of the day mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So they will have cheaper models eventually. The Edition One is gonna how they're gonna roll out at 113 grand. Eventually, they'll get as low as 79,995 for models that are coming in the spring of 2023. Wow. God, that's a long way away to get a deal on one of these. But they say the Edition One sold out within 10 minutes. They're taking hundred dollar deposits. Taking a page from Tesla on a Cybertruck. I think that was a hundred too, or was that five hundred? I don't remember. I did it. I did the
2: deposit. Yeah, I think it was what a uh,
0: look how the roof comes off the whole thing. Show yep. that image. Oh, that's a, that that's cool, right? That's an edge. That's a bit yeah. of an edge. On, I mean, you can't do that with the Cybertruck. Can't and take then do- this.
2: Looks like a truck,
0: but that's not real. Oh, Is that real? Not, no, that's not it real. It looks like it. I don't think that's real. No, no, that's a concept. That's that's real. That's okay. what it, it ended up looking like. Look at the tires on that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mean. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's mean. Um, maybe we'll get in a new studio mm. when, when they can send us a, a unit and we'll get in a new studio. We'll compare it to these other ones. Who knows? Maybe they'll bring one by 1,000 horsepower, 0 to 60 acceleration in three seconds, 11,500 pound-feet of torque. Wow. Incredible. This story you want me to talk about, it was uh, making some headlines. Mm. You know, the there was the, the rumor going on for a long time that that Kanye West was going to go on Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. and I think when it was first when it first started getting talked about, it seemed like it was going to happen fast. Because mm-hmm. with Kanye, it's kind of you know, it's a tweet, and then it's like, and it happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it was being talked about a long time ago now, and it seemed like it was going to happen, and then it got shut down because I don't know was in the the. PR? I don't know if it was PR, PR. but it was also right around the time that he was kind of a little bit more uh, frantic, would that be fair to say, when he went into TMZ, and it was all happening at that same moment.
1: Yeah. He had
0: the red hat. He was wearing the Trump hat, and it was in that same region. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know who shut it down or how it got shut down, but it got shut down, and then it didn't get addressed for a while. Then it started bubbling back up that he was going to go on this week. Yes. This week. And and you you were even saying swear words when the news broke. You looked at me bummed, and genuinely. you swore straight at me in my direction.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
0: did. And I you, did. that never happens with Will. So Will really was looking forward Very to this. Too. And I was looking forward to this to this too because you know I I like the format, the conversational format. You sit yeah, down, yeah. you talk. Mhm. Whatever happened, this is how it goes. We're a three-hour conversation. Two people talking. There's yeah. no rules. There's no agenda. You don't have to have any. I've been on the show. You don't have to have points. Mm. You don't have to have. You don't have to be promoting anything. Mm. It's not like traditional media like that. You can just go on and and actually have a conversation. So that would have been cool to see those two personalities in that environment. And yeah. I think a lot of people are looking forward to it, which is why we have all these stories because at the beginning of Uh, maybe midway through last week, I don't know when it happened, Kanye shares screenshots of a FaceTime call between himself and Joe announcing, I'm going on next week. Mm -hmm. He puts those on social media and the fans got all fired up.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then we get an update, I guess it was yesterday. Yeah, we got an update yesterday from Joe that Jamie, the producer of the show, the switcher, basically you, test positive for COVID, and the entire show is shut down. Yeah. Now Joe did not test positive for COVID, but of course you can't do the show. You can't.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I mean, maybe you could find a way, whether you get somebody else to take that that chair, or if he is maybe switching remotely, mm-hmm. or in a different room. I don't know. I don't. I look, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, some other points. Uh, the COVID that Jamie has, he appears to get over it in about a weekend, mm-hmm. based on what uh, uh, Joe says here. He's feeling better, so shout out uh, Jamie. Glad you're feeling mm-hmm. uh, half decent. You seem to have a mild version of this thing. Which oh. Seems like, uh, at least based on what Joe says here, I don't think that the the I don't think the appearance is necessarily a done like over.
1: Hope I don't not. think
0: it's yeah. necessarily dead. It feels to me like they both really want to make this happen. And there's plenty of time to make it happen. Now, I know it's busy schedules and all the rest of it. I realize. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that this is a thing that should happen. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. And people are yelling right now, they're saying, why are you going to give? What are you? This a madness. You know, what are these? That's why, man. This is the beauty of it. Uh-huh. It doesn't lie. Three hours doesn't lie. Uh-huh. That's the beauty of no matter what you saw, no matter what you think the truest form of it the best case scenario for for even for your potential to judge if you do want to pass judgment is post 3 hours it's after it happened yeah you think you know all these people everyone's naked at that point you think you know? because you see headlines and you read tweets you think you know but you don't even 3 hours you don't you still don't know it's not the type of exposure you have to people in your personal life who you do get to know. Mm-hmm. But it's cl- it's it's about as close as you can do.
2: Yeah. I With, mean, you, you and I talk about it all the time. When the cameras are on, there is some sort of performance, right? Yes. You, you do feel like you have to do something.
0: You feel it less and less the more you do it, though. Of course, yeah. Uh, I think it's just... I don't... I'm not a fan of the idea in general. In most most of the time, the the idea of the the platform thing. Like why are you giving a person a platform? I realize there are always gonna be exceptions to the rule. The crim you know, criminals, people who purely you you know, things like this, evil and thing. If two people feel that they want to have a conversation for three hours, and everyone else can then can then watch and be the judge of it, I don't want to get in. I don't want to have an an opinion before that. I'd like I'd like to let that happen, let let the voice be used. Yeah, conversation. Mm -hmm. I mean, conversation, man, is such a an important tool in community and collaboration sharing of ideas it's 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 you 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 want to support and uphold communication you want to keep it as you want the opportunities for more of it to exist in as many places as possible Yes, and i've i've obviously spoken many times about how joe has done that with his podcast how he has created a spot where that can happen and it's not it's not it's fairly unique somehow. Still, to this day, it's fairly unique. The unformatted nature of it and uh, the type of guests that are attracted to it and the variety of information and the variety of viewpoints that don't seem to be invited to all the various other platforms all the time, mm-hmm. which, which may they may have a more uh, controlled type of access. For who gets to speak and who doesn't get to speak. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I'm still looking forward to it. It will be a wild conversation. I mean, it could be a lot of things. I don't want to have the expectations too high, obviously. But yeah. it's, it just seems to me that it's an interesting 2020 culmination. Kanye West on Rogan is... Uh, I'm looking forward to it. That's it.
2: Yeah. And shout out to Jamie. I mean... Oh, yeah. You do great work. Hopefully you feel better. Oh, yeah. um,
0: Will's a Jamie fan. Yeah. Will's a Jamie fan. Mm-hmm. So am I, uh, definitely. Jamie's been uh, very nice to me in the past. AOC plays Among Us on Twitch, sparking one of the most watched streams ever. Yeah. This number shocked me. 439,000 concurrent viewers on Twitch. Uh, this is the, the congresswoman, the... Uh, Actually the I vice president. Is she she's relatively uh young as far as uh, yeah. Congresswomen are concerned?
2: Yeah, I want to get that straight though. What do you
0: what do you uh oh the uh, age you're gonna take a guess at it? Wow, 30. Uh, thirty. Thirty? Oh I was close. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I was close. Yeah, you're very close. Thirty.
2: What? I thought she was like uh late thirties. Oh or like early forties. Easy dude. Well, I
0: mean. She's playing Among Us, and she's, she's into gaming. In fact, I read this article, and she, uh, where is it here? She is apparently a silver rank in League of Legends. I don't know how good that is. I okay. don't play League of Legends, but appar- apparently she's a gamer. She's into gaming. She teamed up with some other high-profile streamers, so she didn't do it on her own, uh, which is fine. That's pro- That's what you should do. Uh, so she got on there with Pokimane and uh, Hasanabi, and they put up numbers n- similar to what Drake and Ninja did. Wow. Playing Among Us. Now, Among Us is a hot title right now. Holy jeez. Uh-huh. Have you played it? No, I have not. Oh. But I know I understand the concept of the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, Vin likes games like that normally. Those uh, like who did it, who done it yeah. type of games. Yeah. So he would probably like it, but I doubt he's played it. And, but anyways, they were streaming, and the whole point of the stream was to uh, yell at you for voting, as usual. So everyone's telling you, you got to vote right now, Will. Mm-hmm. And so every so often, they would uh, interrupt the programming. And this is what you told me. And then <laughs> uh, they, they would interrupt the programming and then tell you to vote. Is that yeah. how it went?
2: Well, a little bit. But I I'm starting to see the correlation now. It's like you know, Among Us is about voting, too. It's about it's about voting who's an imposter.
0: Whoa, that's deep. Right? That's yeah, deep. That's, uh, well done. Interesting. It's well a very uh,
2: appropriate game.
0: It's almost as good as my bandwagon from yeah, earlier. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's not the first politician to stream on Twitch, apparently, as well. She just pulled huge numbers. I think, uh, from a tactical perspective, by teaming with the high-profile streamers, that helped out, and having a really hot game to play, like you said, with the tie-in with the voting mm-hmm. and the election coming up. I guess it all worked out. Uh, she had amassed four hundred twenty-two thousand. She surged past other high-profile politicians, including Senator Bernie Sanders and President Donald Trump, who had a sta- Who had you? I guess they had used the platform in the past. I'm not oh. sure. Sanders has one hundred fifty-eight thousand followers. And Trump has 143,000 followers. She is up to 289,000 followers. Though mm-hmm. I bet, I think if you click on her profile right now, I think it's even higher than that oh. if you her Twitch profile. But anyway, this is some futuristic stuff, man. Campaigning while by playing games on Twitch, mm-hmm. and pulling numbers. Yeah. That's the future. Whoa. It's so weird. You could be having rallies inside of Twitch.
2: Oh, wow. She got a lot
1: more now.
0: Yeah, 618,000 followers. She's going to pull a mil on Twitch. And uh, I'm going to just say this. This was a weird experience I had. I clicked on the video and she seemed pretty comfortable for somebody who hasn't streamed on Twitch. She just seemed uh, pretty casual about it. Yeah. So anyway, interesting tactics. And uh, pulling numbers on Twitch with the vote message. Oh, man. Okay, we're into the fun part of the show now. Okay. None of that was fun. Uh, all right. Yeah. Now it's fun time. You won't believe this hungover Toronto woman's McDonald's delivery order. You won't believe it, Will.
2: Yeah. Well, I. Listen, see
0: listen, it. listen, listen up. Yeah. Here's the order. To cure the hangover. Needs a burger. One hamburger. No regular bun. No mustard. No onion. No pickles. No patty. <laughs> Do you know what's left over, Will?
2: Well, just the ketchup. Right? Just
0: ketchup. <laughs> they delivered. They did the delivery. It's two packets of ketchup. Mm. Because this person was so used to clicking no for everything that they actually clicked no unintentionally on the patty and the bun. They wanted a hamburger with just ketchup. Oh. But they were hungover, not thinking straight, clicked no across the board except for ketchup. And
2: it was fulfilled.
0: And it was fulfilled. <laughs> yeah. And they got two packets of ketchup when they were ex- expecting a hamburger, and it happened here in Toronto. Can you imagine that? Well, well, I mean, how upset would you be? You thought you had a burger, and then you have two packets yeah. of ketchup that show up. I mean, that is that's pretty rude. Yeah. However, control. shout out to the customization level on the order. Oh yeah. yeah no, yeah. no, 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 no. Add. What do you what uh, What would your hamburger have on it? Well, uh, three patties. <laughs> three? <laughs> yeah. Why not? wow i mean it would the opposite guess, of her no patty yeah and just yeah i like a now good, uh, let me ask hamburger. you something let me ask you something uh. if you are working at mcdonald's and you get this order yeah is it rude to fulfill it uh. should you not assume that it's wrong uh the person paid for a hamburger and got two ketchup packets
2: Hmm. It was probably wrong or a big troll.
0: Mm. Like they're just
2: messing and see what they can get, you know, interesting. get away with.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I don't know what the protocol is for the delivery service. If there is a screw up, who calls who and who does what. So for me, it's interesting the fact that it was fulfilled. I agree with you. If it's a troll, fine. Here you go. Here's your catch up. But since we know it's not a troll what should the protocol be here if someone orders this do you really think anybody is it possible that somebody that this is their order
2: uh hmm. it's hard to say because you would think be even beforehand the designers of the app would kind of understand like you can't really do this
0: interesting so you you would
2: depend on the designer at they, least I, I do.
0: The, uh, of the app, the software developer.
2: Yeah, because so, I was a UX designer and you would have whoa, like, easy. These scenarios.
0: Easy. Holy yeah. moly. Well, you know, you were UX. Real.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but oftentimes they would have like these... Uh, that's called flexing, in Use well, cases. That was flexing. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but... That's
0: what the people, that's what the kids yeah. say. Okay, so you wouldn't allow somebody to say no to this configuration of goods. Like yeah. what what would they need to have one of? A bun or a patty for it to be a burger? Yeah. yeah. What? One which one?
2: Bun or the patty? Yes. I would say the patty
0: is more important. But what if a person wants a bun with mustard, onion, pickles, ketchup?
2: Well it wouldn't be like a hamburger. It would be a separate Item. It wouldn't say hamburger. It would say like miscellaneous menu or something that they can order that kind of stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the patty is non negotiable. You shouldn't be able to have no patty.
2: Yeah. I think that's the most important item in a hamburger. Cool. If you order a hamburger.
0: Interesting. So this order could have been a patty and two ketchup packets and you'd be okay with that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right, I, I think I I think I agree yeah. with you. I think we just yeah. fixed it. Okay. You shouldn't be able to extract the patty from a burger. Maybe someone's gonna disagree with us in some circumstance. I bet you there's people out there that order a Big Mac, no beef. Yeah. They <laughs> it's just three <laughs> three slices of bread. I'm saying it's been
2: done. I'm just saying it's hey, probably Oh yeah. I do have a story. I ordered a hamburger without the patty ones. <laughs> This um, is you. But I, I went in to order. I was like, hey, you know, I have like a burger cooking in the grill at my place. I just need some buns.
0: Oh, you actually wanted it?
2: Yeah. And it was like I couldn't go to the store because like I have to buy like an 8-pack or something. This so is I had insane. To get, like, this is insane. Buns. So I went to McDonald's to get just
0: two buns. That is the... You put your Why own... Why is that ridiculous? You put your own beef on McDonald's buns.
2: I did because I didn't want to buy 8-Pack at the Superstore. This is incredible. Well, you know. I love this story. And then they, they were just like, they charged me a regular hamburger, right? And uh, without the patty. So you um, only got the bun? Uh. Were there any yeah, other top- toppings? Yeah, they asked for something, like other stuff. You like had no other toppings? And, yeah, I was like, no, just give me the buns.
0: Just the buns. Uh, this is... Wow, uh, riveting. Yes, I don't think that gets done that often, man. You... No, it's it's probably not
2: done very often.
0: No, and 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 I wonder if it's offensive. You're like, oh, no, I'll be adding the beef to that. Thank you very they much. Slap a patty. At me. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'd like to add my own beef. It's cooking at home. Yeah. Give me the bun. I came for the bun. Wow, it's incredible. Uh, sticking with the fast food for a minute, we have. Uh, special edition Xbox Series X. We talked about how Burger King was giving away some PlayStation 5s. Well, of course, Microsoft wanted to take part in something similar, and so did KFC because they're, uh, well, I guess it's their competition. So they collaborate with Xbox Series X in the UK, and they're giving away an Xbox Series X console every day to lucky participants in the country. Now, what's special about this one is the controller that they're showing off as a consolation prize or some sort of a second place prize. And this is a, well, it's quite the look. I mean, you've got Colonel Sanders. You've got the KFC bucket upside down and not upside down. And then you have pieces of chicken. You have the red and the white coloring. Now, I understand it's hideous, right? I understand that the controller is hideous. However from a collector standpoint mm-hmm. from a conversation starter standpoint if yeah. you won this i got the i won the kfc xbox is that cool at all i don't know
2: could be memorabilia
0: yeah it's i mean there's only going to be so many of them so let's see you have this this now makes uh, quite a few contests cuz it's actually not just uh burger king burger king's doing playstation 5 KFC in the UK is doing Xbox Series X, and Taco Bell is also doing an Xbox Series X giveaway. So the fast food companies are loving the consoles. Mm. They're looking at it as a big opportunity to get the promotions going, people in the store for their chance to win. Uh, Actually, KFC has done special editions in the past. Actually, they worked with Huawei at one time to release a limited edition version of a phone. That's pretty incredible, but uh, an unlikely collaboration, maybe a likely collaboration resulting in a hideous uh, controller child. However, I wouldn't mind it because I think it would be cool and different, but it's definitely... uh... How does KFC make a a, a controller that isn't hideous? I mean, they kind of have to have fun with it. Yeah. It's chicken. What are you going to... You know? Uh, here's another Willy Do <laughs> <Willie Deuce> story. <laughs> oh man, teenager finally achieves her dream of dating Godzilla. I just have to let that one sit there for a moment because it's in it, when you hear it, the headline. Hopefully, I mean, if you're just listening to this right now, you're like, wait, what? Did he There's g-? pictures. <laughs> Teenager <laughs> pictures finally achieves her dream of dating Godzilla. Yes, we have pictures, video, and gifts. This is coming via Kotaku. This is a, I believe she's 13 years old. She is obsessed with uh, Godzilla. She has a bunch of statues and uh, various memorabilia. And so she wrote to a local television show, asking to go on a date with Godzilla, which was her dream. She is a junior high school student. She was at her family home, and uh, Godzilla showed up for for an actual date, which yeah. they had. And uh, her grandfather went along on the date to chaperone, and they had lunch together. It's it's a it's a man in a suit, will. Is it really? Yeah. It's not actually so, Godzilla. It's a, it's a man in a costume. Me. Imagine being the guy hired to be in that costume. Mm. All day on the fake date. What? What a weird experience. Yeah. Way weirder for him than for her.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is it an adult? She's 13. Yeah. Is it it's an adult? Are you mad at my analysis? I just think I just had to think about these things.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, he's probably a professional. Or yes. Whoever's inside, a girl, a guy. Um, a professional maybe what? Maybe amusement park. Right. He, like maybe they dress up as Godzilla or another mascot in that <laughs> case, just to have experience. Of-
0: uh, it is a fairly uh, detailed type of suit that he's wearing there. Uh, she seems to have loved it. She gave him a kiss at the end as mm-hmm. well. She gave Godzilla a kiss at under the, end. the sunset. Yeah, it's a very, uh, very strange. The whole, could the whole thing be fake? Probably. It could be. Yeah. But. But I based mean, on
2: her collection, I mean, it's.
0: Uh, you got Vin's attention over there, Will.
2: <laughs> apparently, she has a big collection. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you could set all that up. I don't know. I guess it's possible. Uh, look, it's pos- Anything is possible. There's a lot of people o- yeah. on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Vin says you got to put an end to the relationship, though, because it can't yeah. continue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, obviously it can't continue. Godzilla is. It's not Godzilla. He's it's a man in a suit, Vin. So it obviously can't continue. But well, whatever, whatever it takes. I mean, it looks like they had a fun day, so I yeah. don't know. Whatever. Everybody's uh, happy about for, it. Yeah, for sure. All right, I got just one for you, Will. Huge cat found etched into desert in into desert. <laughs> oh. what, wait, yeah. stop uh, stop reading. What do you think about that? What do I think about it? Yeah. What do you mean?
2: Just like what just is it? thoughts?
0: Yeah, what are your thoughts?
2: Someone was bored, just decided <laughs> to
0: draw a, a cat. What if I were to tell you that that cat is from 200 BC? Oh.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't read this part. It was, it was a subheading.
0: Wow, that cat is from 200 BC. Yeah. That's crazy. This is an area in Peru where they have found all kinds of drawings in what in these lines nazca lines and this is just the most recent one which is almost completely eroded and then they fixed it up but this they used to do this as a form of art in uh, well a long time 200 or 100 BC and it's a big etching huge yeah. so uh they so were they, the they're called deal. geoglyphs and also, in the area, there's a hummingbird, a monkey, an orca, and a figure that some believe is an astronaut, which that's mm. a cool idea. Imagine if it was actually an astronaut drawing from 200 mm. BC. Now, you got to ask some questions. Willie Do starts going down the rabbit holes. The meme is the Illuminati, everything.
2: 2001.
0: Yeah, everything happens after that. So anyway, this thing was wear- was wearing away and then they brushed a few things aside and they were like, oh my God, this engraving, there's an engraving here. We got to protect this, put the fence around it and everything else because uh, th- this one we didn't even see, which is a giant, this giant uh, cat, which is, what's the scale of it? I had, it said somewhere what the scale of it was. Uh, like it's
2: on the side of a hill. That's yeah, how it's, big it is.
0: Yeah, it's, hill- it's the size of the side of a hill, but it's. I thought it said how long it was somewhere. Anyway, it's enormous. And they're on the coastal plain. They're 250 miles south of Lima and cover 450 square kilometers of Peru's coastal plain. The figure was scarcely visible and was about to disappear because of the steep slope that it was situated on. They cleaned it up, conserved it. The cat is 37 meters long. Wow. 37 meters long. It's so wild. So they've got I don't know, they've got like eight between 80 and 100 figures now. People were just out there doing art. Well, we'll do art. Yes. And it's that's it's amazing, man. It looks like it looks like my drawing. If you ask me to draw a cat, it would look exactly like that. Yeah. Yes, it would. Uh, yeah. If you ask me to draw a cat right now, that's what it would look like. If I had a limited amount of time and, and I could do it on paper instead of the side of a mountain. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's
0: what it it's would look very, like. Very uh, symbolic. Although I wonder what maybe we should do a quick little a quick little investigation here okay what is that cat which cat is it
2: what cat uh, maybe a mountain lion
0: Peru Peru 200 BC which cat which uh what cats live oh there you go Wait, those are domesticated cats. Did they have domesticated cats in 200 BC? No. Uh, I don't think, I don't know. Maybe. A leopard. Leopard. It looks, it doesn't look very jungly over there. Big, big cats that live in Peru. Ocelot, margay, Jaguar. Cougar. You're, oh, cougar. Probably a cougar. Oh. I think you might have nailed it, Will, on your first go. You think so? Yeah. Uh, P- Puma. Puma. Oh, Will he do? I think it might be. I mean, it could be a Jaguar, too, because you're not going to do all the spots and everything. Yeah. And also, the ears look more cougary.
2: Yeah. With the pointed up.
0: Man, imagine imagine guy like you, 200 BC. Hmm. And, and and you encounter a puma, a cougar, rough times, man. Well, you're man. you're you're gonna draw it as a warning for everyone else.
2: Yeah. While while it's eating me,
0: you keep an eye out yeah. for the for this thing. This yeah. is a rough time. I'm gonna draw it on the side of the mountain rope. Yeah, it's tough.